You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. Today's podcast episode is how to reject your spouse sexually. What? We're asking that question? And what healthy rejection looks like. Yeah, I know what you're thinking, like, but you guys always talk about how you shouldn't reject your spouse. Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk about the right way to reject and the wrong way to reject. If you are going to reject, that is. So, welcome to the podcast. I think this is going to be a good subject, as I always say. You always say that. This is probably the biggest poll we have ever had responses to. I'm looking at these answers and I'm like, wow, just looking at all of the answers and how many people took the poll shows you that this is a serious, serious issue. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Because like, we'll throw out different topics or whatever and we'll get a lot of responses. This one was like times five. Like people are suffering. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think I I used... I used to, before doing what we were doing, just figured that most people had decent sexual relationships, right? Or, you know, just at least assumed. half, right? Assume. Yeah, you yeah. just assume that, yeah, most people, or really half people. But the more we're into this and the more we hear from people, the more we really realize that the majority of couples are living in marriages where this really is a big problem where yeah. the the lower desi- the low desire spouse is constantly rejecting the high desire spouse and i and i would say the majority of couples uh, deal with these types of things for sure so. and and we uh, previously talked about like being emotionally rejected and how that's even more so important not more it's equally important but today we're focusing on sexual rejection not the emotional rejection so yeah, so we all know what like unhealthy rejection looks like, right? Like there's a there's the excuses that we always hear that like, oh, I have a headache, or <laughs> I'm too tired, or I'm not in the mood, or you know, yeah. one of those various which are not always excuses. Which you're right, they're, they're not, not always, always excuses. excuses. Like sometimes the physical body is too tired, yeah, or sometimes you really don't feel good. Like it's that's okay, that's okay. Yeah, and, and we're, we're here to say that's okay. <laughs> and it, and it is okay to reject. We're not saying that anytime the low desire spouse no. uh, or the high desire spouse wants to be intimate that you have to give in. No. That's not what we're saying no. at all. Rejection is okay. But there's there really is a good way to reject and a very unhealthy way to reject. So, let's kind of jump into some of the unhealthy ways. Okay. What do you think? Sure. Uh, and then we're going to get to all of our pull responses which are Pretty good. I mean, bad. Pretty good, bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. However you want to look Pretty at it. Pretty accurate, maybe. But some of the unhealthy ways to reject your spouse sexually would be like ignoring ignoring them, ignoring their advances without 
telling them why. So what would that look like? Well, I think like if a, if a spouse is like kind of making the moves and uh, the other spouse just pushes them away or rolls over and kind of sighs and like serious, you know, or, or just doesn't, doesn't give an explanation or any reason why, but just totally denies them. Moves their hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think the, the reason why that can be a problem is because you don't know why. Like, you don't know why they're rejecting you. And one of the common things, of course, to do is start letting things wander assuming, in your head. right? Yeah, you start, start making assuptions. And most of the time, assumptions are wrong. Usually, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next one is making excuses repeatedly to avoid intimacy. So, like, constantly. Like, I have a headache tonight. Oh, tomorrow I have a stomach t- stomach ache. The next night, I'm too tired. I haven't showered. Uh, I haven't showered tonight. I don't I... feel clean. I haven't shaved. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is. Just always having an excuse, which these poll answers are going to be like, wow, people are full of excuses. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, using sex as a bargaining tool or punishment. Um, mm. I... I, the reason why I'm sighing a little bit is I, I think it's all based upon how intent. Because as Amy and I have expressed before, we we do this playfully. Like, we'll, we'll be in pickleball or or doing something and Amy will say, Hey, if we win this match, it's going to be a lucky night for you tonight. <laughs> or if you put up the Christmas lights, it's going to be a good night for you. And, and vice versa. And I even do that to her as well. I don't know that it works. But... It's it's okay if you're in a healthy relationship to do those kind of things. But I don't think it's ever... Like, that's that has to come that's from a not, healthy relationship. And that's in a playful manner. In a playful manner. But I don't think it's ever okay to do the opposite. Yeah, to say, I'm only going to make love to you if you do this, this, and this. Yeah, like, I don't think that's ever healthy. Absolutely. Totally agree. So... Agreed. And, and I think there are... Definitely times that people do that. Say, well, I'm not going to make love to you unless you let me do this or unless you let me go shopping and do this or, you know, basically using it as a, as a threat or, or a punishment. And I think you see, I think you see it as a punishment a lot more often. I'm not going to make love to you. And even if it's not said out loud, but I'm not going to make love to you because you weren't romantic enough or you didn't fulfill my other needs enough. And, and again, I think this happens all the time and maybe isn't verbal, but a lot of times uh, the lower desire spouse will use sex as a punishment. Absolutely. And I think that goes hand in hand. Well, that's what we were talking about in our last episode about emotional intimacy and what could be expected naturally in a healthy way. And then what's too much, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. And I think obviously this kind of goes along with it, but withholding affection or intimacy is like, like we said, a form of controlling behavior or manipulation. Yes, that is, uh, can be abuse. So, but it happens all the it time. It happens all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm going to jump into this first question that I asked them. I said, How often do you get reje- sexually rejected in your marriage? Um, and this was to everyone, right? Just I should have given a list and had them vote because I just did answers. You're gonna. You're, <laughs> this is crazy. Weekly, all the time, very often, eighty percent of the time, more than I get a yes. Um, n- once or twice a week, 
too often. I was told sex is all I think about once a week, more every time, almost every time, more than 99%, two to three times a week I'm rejected, regularly, weekly, once a week, 90%, most of the times, 90%, nine out of 10, regularly, I'm, I, I mean, I'm just swiping and swiping it's every day, on on at on. least weekly, 99%, 99.5, We go months at a time. Um, I think and I know, I know that the people that are sexually rejected are the ones answering it, but like, I can't tell you how many answer. I mean, I'm like, I'm just swiping and swiping and swiping, right? Like it's yeah. not stopping. Um, I, and they're all the same. They're all three times a week, constantly, often, almost every time. I don't even bother initiating anymore because if she's not in the mood, it is not going to happen. Like we just got done talking about in the last episode. I'm never in the mood. I still have to make it happen. Like a lot of women's bodies and some men are not in the mood ever. That's what foreplay comes from. Like, I don't know. I'm just reading through these. I got rejected every week. Not anymore. Thanks to communication. Now it's hot. Oh, yeah. We got a good answer. (laughs) Um... I got to not wanting to try anymore. Then I found your podcast and it changed our marriage. Oh, yay. I like, I like that, that answer. I like that one. That's a great one. Um, almost every time I initiate, uh, 99.9% of the time, I, I just, it goes on and on. It goes on and on. So, and I asked, are you wanting, are you to a point of not even wanting to try anymore? 70% said yes. Out of hundreds of responses. So they're... And this poll only has been going for a few hours and we decided to record. But this this poll, the other ones got all the way through. But thousands of people have seen this poll and 70%. Yeah, that's pretty 70% is really high. That They're just kind of to a point where they don't want to try anymore. Like, how sad is that? Yeah, they've just kind of given up. Well, totally given like, up. We've, like we've talked about before, I think... For a lot of people, the rejection hurts so much that they would rather not even try because that's less hurtful than constantly getting rejected. For sure. So, and that's what we're seeing in the poll results. But it still hurts like a dagger, right? Oh, (laughs) absolutely. It still hurts like a dagger. Um, And let's ask, so we asked this, on a scale 1 to 10, how bad does it hurt to get sexually rejected in your marriage? 7% 7% said 1 to 3, 11% said 4 to 5, 27% said 6 to 8, and 55% of all the couples, few thousand, that got rejected, 9 to 10. Yeah. That is high. So most people are saying that it hurts extremely bad. Extremely bad. To be rejected. And we asked them, is it just the rejection that hurts, or is it how you're rejected? So let's jump into that one real quick. So just the rejection or how your spouse is rejecting you. And this one I would say is about 50-50 on that answer. I'll just read a few of the answers. Rejection alone. Um, it cuts to my soul. makes me feel like my needs don't matter. Everything about it hurts. It's both. It hurts me so deeply. I'm so easy to reject. I am ready to give up on intimacy. Both. Um, how the rejection happens when there's no explanation, it hurts even worse. It doesn't hurt. It's disappointed if you're in the mood. It becomes a pattern. Both, both. When anything else is more important, it hurts and is wrongly aligned. Um, Just rejection. Getting rejected 99 out of 100 times wears you down. Um, It's the rejection because my love language is physical touch. 
Rejection every day there is a new excuse. It's the feeling of being unwanted and misunderstood as to why we want intimacy. It's both the rejection itself and sometimes the harsh way. Rejection is so hurtful that how it goes down can absolutely create a very broken heart. I mean, Nick's sitting next to me. I could just keep scrolling and scrolling. Yeah, right? tons. Like, it's just probably hundreds of answers. Like, this is so sad. And I'm, I'm reading through these really quick. I don't think any of them are positive at all, which it was a, a negative question. But I would say it's 50-50% that the spouses feel like it doesn't really matter. It's just the flat-out rejection that hurts. It doesn't matter how. I mean, maybe how could help a little bit, but it just flat-out hurts. Yeah. Right? So I want to I wanna go back to one of the answers you read, and it was the only one that was a positive that said once we started communicating about it, it's gotten... Better. It's gotten way better. Yeah. And that goes in just again talking about how important it is to share your feelings and communicate with each other and find out why the one spouse doesn't want to be intimate and, Absolutely. and discussing those reasons and trying to find a solution. Because if you don't know the reasons, there's no way in the world you're ever going to resolve it. But if you can understand sure. or find out the reasons and the reasons could be many, maybe, maybe you are getting rejected because they feel uh, inadequate or maybe they feel, they don't feel confident or pretty or, you know, Whatever it could be, uh, it could be lack so of many. it could be lack of respect. It could be um, I feel rejected emotionally. You're not giving me the emotional connection and intimacy that I need first. I yeah, absolutely, that's going to cause that. It's going to it could be one of the barriers that we talk about all the time. Like, well, you pick your phone over me. Well, you do this. You you don't talk to me kindly. You yell. You get upset. You there's lots of things that. <laughs> for can, sure can cause you to want to reject right and that's what you're saying is it comes down to communication like what is that barrier so so important to and it's a hard thing to do but it is amazing like when and i've said this a bunch of times on previous episodes but at all so many people reach out to us and say what do i do my my wife doesn't want to make love to me or my husband doesn't want to make love uh -huh. to me the very first thing we ask is, well, have you talked to him about it? Well, no, I haven't. I'm too, well, too they, nervous. Or... They get upset when we I bring it up. Yeah, and so... Well, let them get upset. Like, you got to rip that band off and have that, that talk, right? Yeah, but so many of them are, like, scared, and they're like, no, I haven't talked to him about it. I, and I would say, like, nine out of ten people. Probably. So it shows that people are not communicating, and they're just allowing assumptions to happen. Um, they aren't getting to the root problem as to why that's happening. And it's so important to sit down and talk about it, which Absolutely. we'll talk about a little bit. More. Which is really, really hard to do, especially when you're feeling deeply hurt and you're, and you're at a point where you're just like, I just can't even go there anymore. Right. But you can't turn it around if you're not willing to go there. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. But as this podcast is more of like healthy ways to reject your spouse sexually, look, it's not, Sex isn't one of those things where every time you want it, it's it's going to happen. No, There's going to be no. nights where the other spouse is tired or they're, you don't have time or they aren't feeling good or, you know, whatever reason, right? The problem is, and that's not the problem. The problem is, is when it constantly turns into that and those become just excuses. There's legit excuses and then there's, I'm being lazy tonight. I'm going to come up with an excuse, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
that's what we're talking about. Um, before we jump into the healthy ways to navigate this, I asked one last question. Do you feel like you reject too often lower drive spouses? So this question is to the lower drive spouse. Do you feel like you reject too often? And I was pretty shocked that 53% said yes. They were willing to admit that they reject too often. Wow, that's Which, that's that's, yeah, that's pretty, pretty good that they're amazing that, that they're, they're admitting it, right? Mm-hmm. And admitting it is a first step to be, you know, maybe I do reject too much. Maybe this is affecting my spouse. Maybe we need to go have this conversation and I need to look in myself and figure out why I'm doing this or what's causing me to be full of excuses, right? And then we asked, last question, how can your spouse do better job at rejecting when not in the mood? And this is going to go hand in hand with what we're about to get into, right? Yeah, let's hear what the audience members say. Okay, so promise to catch up later and actually keep that promise. Make that promise a reality. And I think a lot of husbands have expressed to us, like, if she says, you know, I'm not in the mood, I'm not willing to get in the mood is more or less how she should put it, but I'm not in the mood. Tonight's just not the night. And then turn it into a positive approach and be like... Can we make love tomorrow night? Can we make love tomorrow night? I, I promise that I will spend the time getting my, myself there. And every single husband out there is going to spend the next 24 hours thinking, yeah, that's, that's awesome. And they're going to look forward to it the next 24 hours. A that- husband doesn't... Most husbands, most loving good husbands are not going to be like, you're rejecting me. They're going to be like, that's great. Yeah, I'll take it. You know? I'll take it. Then they'll look or forward. Wives. Yeah, or exactly. Wives, yeah. Um, the next answer was suggest suggesting better day and time. So instead of being like, no, not tonight. Coming up with a solution. Like, you know, how about tomorrow night? Or you know what? The next couple nights, I just know I'm going to be super exhausted. Like, I really want to enjoy it with you. How about after date night on Friday? That would, that gives that the higher drive spouse a time that he knows that you're going to prioritize that. Yep, or exactly. Her. Exactly. Um, say, I'm not really in the mood, but if you want to get me there, I'm willing to try. And that is usually our case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that can change your entire marriage. And of course, we're talking about healthy amounts of sexual intimacy. We're not, of course, you're going to reject if it's like someone's trying to have it every day or twice a day or like there's got to be healthy yeah. amounts right or there's going to be more rejection like you got to talk about that and figure out what is healthy for our relationship yeah exactly um, another response we got was assuring and opting for other ways to compromise to make it up in a timely manner and i like the answer timely manner because you can't be like you know what not tonight babe but maybe like in two weeks <laughs> yeah like that's uh, not that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. Like you gotta like do it the next day or the next couple dates. Like there's gotta be like a timely manner. <laughs> um, schedule it right then and follow through. So, so kind of the same answer. Whatever that yeah. schedule looks like for you. Um, this answer said hugging, hug them and say I know it's been a while. I'm really tired, or feelings be I understand how hard it is for you. I, I'm trying to read this one. Um, I guess just, I like that one because it's talking about like physically embrace your spouse. Like I'm here for you. I physically am here for you. I love you. This isn't the time. I understand that it's going to be, 
you know, I don't know. I understand why it's important to you. I think it's more that embrace, right? Um, still cuddle and give reassurance. Uh, let's see. Be open and upfront about it and not reject once things start flowing. So this is the one I think a lot of husbands or wives get frustrated with is if their spouse says, okay, tomorrow night, let's do it tomorrow night. And then you put them off until tomorrow and then you do it again. Yeah. For sure. Like if you're going to deny and reject in a healthy way, you got to kind of keep your, <laughs> keep your keep not even a promise, but keep your commitment. Your commitment. Uh, this one is said, talk earlier in the day or night that things just aren't feeling right now, but talk about it, like you said, and just having that discussion instead of assuming that some, you're just not even knowing, right? Yeah, exactly. Say, oh, hey, I get it. You don't feel in the mood. Um, is there something I can do to get you in the mood? Is there something, you know, I can do or, but having, having those discussions as well too, as to if it's a constant rejection and it's happening all the time, having that discussion, you know, why, why do you keep rejecting me? This is a way for us to connect and show our love for each other. And this is the way I feel loved. Why, why do you keep rejecting me? You know, is there something deeper and, and opening that discussion and should and, we talk about and it? trying to figure out, yeah. you know, what the issue is? Absolutely. Like this, the, what a great example, like a great timing to have that discussion. Like there's something deeper going on if this is constantly happening. Yep. Um, another answer was make an effort. My wife has incredibly low sex drive. It always comes down to being positive about sex, like sexual intimacy, right? Like you have to be willing to make an effort. If it's important to your spouse, it should be important to you. Well, I think too, like even some, even something in our relationship, like Amy loves back rubs. And so for us, it's like, Hey babe, I'd love to give you a back rub tonight and mm -hmm. doing something that they really enjoy and, and you know, almost like a, uh, I don't want to say a compromise, but almost like, hey, let me do something really nice for you as well. Oh, so I, I'm, I'm down for that if the relationship is healthy. So for us, Nick will come to me and be like, I know it looks like you had a really long day, but I'd love to be intimate with you. Is there something I can do for you? I'm like, yeah, sure. 30, like, 40 I minute a, back I would rub. love a 20 minute back rub. Like, that's great. Like, I can make time for you. Um, I liked this one. It says, giving a compliment, acknowledging it's been a while, and be the first one to initiate next. And this is a great idea to, like, if I was going to tell Nick, like, not tonight, not tonight. And just ending it there. Instead, being like, okay, I, 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 let's try in the next day or two, but I'm going to put it on me to be the one to initiate next. Even if I'm not giving an exact time, be like, I, I will initiate in the next two yeah, days. Yeah, I was the one that denied. So, so I, I will initiate in the next two days. That's a great way to make it work. Yeah, I like that. Um, let's see. Another one says, hey, babe, I'm not feeling it tonight, but I'll more than make it up to you tomorrow. I promise. Most, once, once again, if you're going to make a promise, you got to keep a promise. <laughs> and most spouses, if they heard that, hey, I'm really not up to it tonight, but I'd love to do it tomorrow. Most spouses are going to be like, awesome. Well, for us, if I, if I'm literally not feeling well and I'm like, I just, I just, I, I can't tonight. I'm sorry. Maybe we try tomorrow. Like instead of just being no, like you, it doesn't even bother you. You're like, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's great. Yeah. Tomorrow's great. I can go another day. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
as long as I say exactly it, say that it's going to happen. Um, one answer said emotional connection first. Of course, absolutely, one hundred percent agree. But let's talk about that a little bit, and we've talked about it in so many other podcasts. Like we can't you know, be too much. <laughs> I know. We well, we did the podcast. Are these toxic games we play in your marriage where a wife's denying or withholding the sexual intimacy so a husband and and the roles could be switched sometimes but then they pull back and don't want to give the emotional intimacy and so at what at some point something has got to give so it can't just be that oh my emotional needs are not being met and until you meet them we're just we're not gonna be intimate yeah like sometimes like we've talked about the, the sexual intimacy can help the emotional intimacy as well. So you've got to be willing to have a little bit of give and take there. And that's where the healthy boundary that we just talked about with, like, what really is expected in emotional intimacy? Is it the podcast right before this, I think? Um, yeah, it might be. Or, yeah, the one, two, two, two podcasts ago. Um, talking about the prerequisites to sexual intimacy. Go back and listen to that one if you haven't already because... Like you just said, sexual intimacy needs to be prioritized too, and sometimes that can jumpstart the emotional intimacy, just finding that healthy balance. I wanted to point out from a comment, um, someone said she's never in the mood. Um, I'm not going to say the next line that he said, but my wife is just a starfish. Hurry up and get it over with. The only reason I share that one is because I think that for most husbands, they would rather you reject them and give them another day than just be like, fine, let's just hurry and get it over with. That's not what a husband wants. No, that's not what a husband wants. That's not, what, that's not even healthy at all. Like, your husband just want, wants you to lay there and get it over with, or wife, whatever. Like, it's about connecting. And if you're not willing that night to actually emotionally connect sexually, then they would rather you pick another night where you're willing to be intimate, like being intimate is a whole different situation, right? Yeah, and I can't remember if we did a poll on that a while ago or not, but I want to say we did. But the majority of husbands do not want to make love to a wife that's just like get it over with. Like they want their wife oh. to be into them and enjoy it. There's nothing Absolutely. more important to a husband than pleasing his wife sexually. I know we've talked about this, but if it was physical for a man, they would just take care of themselves. Exactly. That's not what they want. It's not physical. That's why they want to do it with you because it's emotional. And I that comes with like positive mindset. Like there's a reason why they want to be intimate with you. It's not a physical thing. I'm glad you brought that up because it is so true. And I want to just hit on that even further is, yeah, so many women just say, oh, he just wants to have sex with me. It's just about a physical thing. Well, if that were the case, then no husbands would be wanting to be intimate with you all the time because they would just take care of themselves if it truly was just a physical need they would take care of their physical need after you know while getting rejected and they would never they would never come to you trying to even engage in sexual intimacy that just shows you that it's not a physical it is a physical need but it's so much more than that absolutely it's a way to connect it's a way they feel loved it's a way they feel desired it's a way a lot of women too a lot of women too self-confidence and and so many other benefits and aspects of that so i'm glad that you brought that up i just think that's really important for a lot of women who are constantly rejecting to realize if it was all physical if you just 
My husband just always needs sex. No, he wants sexual intimacy. That's a deeper level. That's about connecting with you emotionally, sexually, physically. Like, it's so much more. And when we take our polls, the husbands express this to us, hundreds and hundreds of them. It's so much more than just sex. I, I want to be intimate with my wife. I want to show her I love her. I want her to enjoy it. I want to please her. I want it to be physically amazing for her too. I want her to have an orgasm. I want her to feel deeply connected and in love with me. Like I'm willing to do anything to get that. Mm-hmm. And like when a wife like like honestly steps back and like realizes that like, oh, it's not just about sex. So much more. I think it can completely change your mindset on how important this really is for the marriage and for both of you. Yeah, and I think just changing your attitude or mindset about how you reject, we're not, again, we're not saying you can't reject, but just change the way you reject. And I think just this one little thing will be a huge game changer in your marriage as well, too. It'll let your spouse or the, the higher desire spouse know that you love them, that you still appreciate them. Um, I think I think this can really help out a lot. We're going to do a separate podcast on what submission looks like to Christians. It's in the Bible. Like, be submissive to your husband as your husband's submissive to God. Like, that's like a whole other podcast in itself. But it's important. I think that's important in a healthy marriage to be submissive. And I don't want to get into that. But sexual intimacy is important. That's, Yeah. It's just super important. And your mindset and positivity about it will change everything. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, If you have a hard time talking about this, we hope that you'll grab our sexual intimacy communication blueprint in our shop. We took all the barriers, all the hard parts of having this conversation, broke them down into things that are keeping you from having amazing sexual intimacy, and gave you questions to ask your spouse in each topic how to ask them how to talk about it i think it can really help yeah i I agree so you can check that out at shop.ultimateintimacy.com and we will help you enjoy it we appreciate listening to the podcast and until next time we hope each of you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship